Hi, everyone. This is Liam Sanyo from Inside Scientific, your favorite online source for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content helping you do your best work. This episode of Expert Answers features two experts from STEM Cell Technologies. There's Vesna Pozerak, Senior Scientist in Research and Development, and Dr. Amanda Vandenhoek, Senior Product Manager in Business Operations. Vesna and Amanda recently joined us for a webinar where they present two novel platforms that enable efficient immune cell isolation from large volume samples. Let's jump right in. What is the procedure for preparing the Leukopak for EZ250 isolation? Do the red blood cells need to be lysed? So the procedure is exactly the same procedure as we have for the small-scale easy sieve kits. So basically doing a wash. So you're going to want to top up your leukopack with an equal volume of easy sieve buffer and then do a single centrifugation wash and resuspend to a target cell concentration that's specified by our product information sheet for that particular kit. In terms of RBC lysis, uh, it's not required for our protocols. So our negative selection reagents contain um, antibodies to target RBCs for depletion. And in our positive selection protocols, the red blood cells are washed out during the procedure. Fantastic. Great answer. Here's a, a, a nice question here. Can I isolate multiple cell types from a single leukopack? So in terms of multiple cell types, we would recommend that you just split your leukopack two or three or four or have in, however many cell types you're isolating um, and then running individual protocols. Um, so certainly that would be the recommendation for a RoboCFC. In terms of isolating multiple cell types from that single source, on the EZ250, we are working on some sequential protocols, for example, PBMC isolation, followed by isolation of NK cells or T cells, as well as other cell types. And so we can definitely talk to you more about any specific sequential protocols you're interested in. That is a work in progress at this point. Another good question here, could my cells be reformulated by the RoboCEPC into a different medium? Okay, yeah, that's a great question. Really nice thing about the RoboCEPC is it does do the upfront sample washes as well as the final isolated cell wash on the system itself. And so you do have the option to, to hook up a secondary buffer, whether that be expansion medium or cryopreservation medium, and switch for that final isolated cell wash, switch to your secondary buffer. And in this way, you can reformulate your cells and your final cell product will be found in, in that secondary medium of your choice. Another one about the RoboCEPC, what is the final volume of the isolated cells? Could, could uh, the, that volume be customized? So currently, our RoboCFC protocols are, are set, our fixed protocols, so not much opportunity for customization, although that's something we're looking uh, to add as a capability in the future. Currently, the final volume of your isolated cell product is 100 mils. Excellent. All right, next question here. It's about the, the cell wash process. Can you just explain a bit more about how the, the cell wash process works for the RoboCFC? Sure. So unlike centrifugation, which, which is a pelletizing process, of course, your cells get pelleted and you resuspend for each wash. The cell wash uses a spinning filter, which has four micron pores in it. And so the cells will, will circulate through the cell wash cartridge and anything that is smaller than four microns. So this is namely platelets as well as the supernatant will be funneled into the waste stream while at the same time, the system will flow in fresh buffer into the cells. 
And so in this way, platelets are removed as the cells are washed through. They can be concentrated and with the pumping in of the buffer, they can be reformulated in fresh buffer or your secondary medium um, if you're doing a reformulation at the end there. Fantastic. Thanks, Vesna. Great answer. All right. Interesting question here. Did you compare RoboCEP with the Clinamax from Milteni? Do you know anything about the time difference while using these machines? Sure. So we haven't compared it directly, um, although we have many customers who, who have used both instruments. And I think kind of the feedback we've gotten has been that huge difference in terms of the time uh, to process a full leukopac. Um, so like we mentioned, about 75 minutes for the full processing of a full leukopac with the RoboCFC, whereas most uh, Clinamax users report something like four to six hours for that process. So that's been a big difference and as well as a little bit of ease of use feedback that we've gotten in, in that the RoboCFC system is really quite simple and intuitive. A tubing set installation is really quite simple compared to other systems um, that are available. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, the difference between, you know, 75 minutes and half a day of work is pretty substantial. All right. So another question here. So Magnetic beads are problematic for getting approval from some regulatory bodies. Do you know how much residual beads are left after isolation? Yeah, so we haven't quantified that at this stage. And I, I do want to emphasize at this stage that this is an RUO instrument. But as, as we look towards kind of higher compliance, um, <laughs> that is something we'll be looking at. I, I can't say that this is a negative selection procedure. And therefore, our target cells are not labeled with beads. Additionally, that final cell wash will remove anything that is smaller than four microns. And so our beads are going to be washed out. So any residual beads are going to be washed out in, in that final cell wash. Fantastic. All right. Uh, has the RoboC system and T-cell isolation kit been approved by Health Canada? Or I think you just sort of talked about this it's still in the RUO stage then? That's correct. Yeah, so all of the components of the ROSFC system that Vesna has been talking about today are officially still for research use only applications. But obviously, as she alluded to, you know, we, all of you on the line know there is a high demand for higher clinical compliance systems for cell isolation. Um, and that's obviously something that's very high on our radar. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks, Amanda. All right, next question here. Are any of the reagents currently of GMP quality? Yeah, similar. I think there's there's definitely a theme here, which we can see. So none of the components of this system are currently GMP, but that's something that we are actively working on. Again, we are not at a place yet where we can share timelines, which is always the follow-up question to that. But as soon as we are, you will all be the first to know to, that that's something that we have available. Perfect. Another question sort of about the, the wash here. Is the is the wash and leukopack procedure for RoboCEPC Oh, no, is the, is the wash and leukopak procedure for the RoboCEPC as well? And do you need to transfer the material back into a bag after the centrifugation and resuspension? Yeah, good question. So that part of the procedure is actually automated by the RoboCEPC. So there's no upfront leukopak processing that's required by the instrument. All that you need to do is transfer the leukopak from your original leukopak bag into the bag, the sample bag that is provided with the RoboCEPC tubing set. And then the instrument, as you initiate the protocol, will do the upfront washes and resuspend your cells for the downstream labeling. That's, of course, also automated. So you do save quite a bit of hands-on time by using the instrument. Fantastic. 
Here's a bit of a more specific question. Uh, they said, hi, I'd like to isolate CD3 positive T cells. Which kit would you recommend for that? Yeah, so we do have a CD3 positive selection kit available. This is an easy step CD3 positive selection kit. And so you can use the EZ250 magnet for that isolation. In terms of the RoboCEPC, currently the system is enabled only for negative selection but we do actively have a positive selection system in development and we'll have kits coming with that as well. So that will probably be available sometime early next year. Fantastic. Next question here. Can the RoboSet be used for purification of final products, such as removing NK cell impurities off a harvested T cell culture? So currently we don't have protocols designed for that. Like we've presented, we're limited to the negative selection protocols, but we have worked with customers with very specific applications, like, like the one mentioned in the question here. And so I would suggest a follow-up conversation as we'd love to hear about your specific application and see if we can adapt it to our current RoboCFC software. Yeah, and I think that that's sort of something that I would like to emphasize in general, as I mentioned it during the presentation, but if you have specific applications in mind that your teams are working on that you want to talk about in more detail, whether it's cell type, sample source, or compliance level of the products, I'd really strongly that you suggest that you reach out to me, to Vesna, or to your local stem cell rep, and we can set up those more detailed conversations, because I know obviously there are confidentiality situations here where you may not want to share exactly what you're what you're working on. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll just have one last question here. It comes actually from a user who says that she has one of these systems and mentions that you showed a 60% showed 60% T cells in a leukoplakia. How many T cells do you usually end up with? In other words, do you usually do you actually get 60% of the cells after isolation because they usually uh, get closer to 30%? Maybe you have some tips for this person. So I, I would again suggest that we talk a little bit more offline about your specific case. But if I'm understanding correctly, we're talking about the recovery of T cells after isolation. And so I would just make sure that you're following the correct protocol. I think I'd emphasize that our reagents are dosed accord, according to the cell number that you st you're starting with in the leukopack. And so ensuring that you have accurate cell counts and, and therefore accurate dosing of the reagents is going to be important to really maximize your purity and your recovery. But for this specific case, um, I would definitely encourage you to reach out to us and we can talk a little bit more about what may be causing that low recovery. Yeah, and I think just a note here, I think that whoever asked that question, I don't think that they actually have the RoboCEPC or the EZ250 right now. I think that they may have another system that they're comparing to. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you'll tune into future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work and share science. Don't forget to subscribe, and we'll see you next time.